what are what are three ways that we can take better care of our mental health? One thing I think is important is to get back to community. Welcome to the Action Only Podcast. I am your host, Jalal Wilson. And today we have a special guest. We are going to talk to Alvina Willis about therapy today. She's a licensed therapist. And I think there are some things that we can learn about therapy that we don't talk about enough. So we're going to have this conversation. Alvina, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Joelle. Thanks for having me. Of uh, course. Yes, I'm definitely uh, glad to see you. It's been a while since, you know, I had you on, on my show, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a year ago now. Yeah, talk, it was, it was probably more than books. that. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was probably like closer to almost two years ago. Wow, time be yeah. flying. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it really do be just going and going. It's just like, mm-hmm. where did the time go? <laughs> Man. Okay, so I want to, I'm going to jump right in because I'm excited about this conversation. Um, but I think there's, there's first, I wanted to do a little, um, I'm going to ask you, no, I'm going to ask you this question first, and then we'll kind of go into, actually, no, I'm going to start here. How did you get into therapy? Like, how did you get into wanting to be a mental health counselor? Like, how did that all come about? Okay, well, I was interested in psychology, how people work, behavior, change. Uh, Since I was a very young child, that's the first big word that I learned how to spell. Maybe I was six years old or so. Uh, Folks find that to be strange that that's something I was interested in at (laughs) such a young age. Uh, But, you know, after like, um, encyclopedia that's also another big word I thought was a good one to learn but just always was a people watcher uh, wanderer um, and I thought huh I think I want to be a psychologist I want to be a doctor and listen and help people uh, with their things that they're going through um, not sure exactly where that came from it had to be God because where else could it be coming from uh so I stuck with that idea throughout my life um every opportunity that I had I picked up books Uh, as soon as I was offered a psychology course in high school I jumped right on that was so excited to get my first textbook a thick one read that for fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's just always been my favorite subject um you know different uh behaviors and how to work through those uh but that's it that's amazing so I like that you kind of knew at an early age hey I got this itch and then you allowed it to you know sometimes we ignore those things and you's like no I'm not going to ignore this and you kind of let it guide you down that path all the way to becoming and like you say you didn't know where it came from so it must have been God but you listen to the voice and that's a lot of times something we don't always do is listen to that voice now I think that's the whole psychology field I think is very interesting to me um and I'm always interested in how we because I read a lot on psychology mindset those different things especially because you know I want to encourage people to take action and 
encourage myself to take action in my own life. And sometimes you got to do a, a number on yourself mm -hmm. to uh, get you to go down the path that you know you should go. But I wanted to ask you as a licensed professional in this area, what are what are three ways that we can take better care of our mental health? Because I think a lot of people nowadays are struggling, especially after COVID. It changed, COVID changed a lot for a lot of people and mm -hmm. just the ways we interact, the ways we do things. What do you think are some ways that we can take better care of it? Well, one thing I think is important is to get back to community. Uh, that's something that we lost. Uh, we got disconnected from for a significant amount of time. And it can be, uh, lack for lack of better words, awkward uh, reconnecting after all of that time. And uh, it's important for us to have communities for all of the various different things that uh kind of, well, I would say validate those different parts of us that are important to us as well. Um, a fitness community, um, if you're religious, go back to church. If you are into theater, uh, different types of arts, uh, go practice those and get outside of your home uh, again. And, you know, it could be anxiety provoking to go back outside. So take more breaks, take more frequent breaks, go for 20 minutes and then let that build up over time, maybe even 10 minutes, five minutes. I've told clients to, you know, go walk in the gym and just take a lap around the gym, look at the equipment and then walk back out. If you feel like you get a little wild hair that says, go get on that machine, go get on the machine for a couple of minutes. Maybe you'll say, okay, I'm done. And you'll leave. You got to count that as a win. So just getting back outside period. Uh, even myself, I work I still work from home <laughs> and uh, I'm more likely to be found in my house. So I have to tell myself the same thing that I tell my clients, go outside. So that's number one. Um, number two, get back into a good morning and night routine. Uh, have a routine that starts with not turning on your cell phone for at least 10 minutes. Um, just do some journaling, do some thinking, do some breathing, uh, set your intention for the day, uh, do some positive affirmations, just listen to your heart, listen to your mind, listen to your body, uh, shower, <laughs> brush your teeth, uh, make your bed, do 10 jumping jacks, get your heart going, eat some food if that's something that you can do. Um, not everybody likes breakfast, but you know, get some kind of nutrition into your body so that you can handle the stresses of the day a little bit better. If you start off with uh, a, a sense of fullness and abundance, then that will have you having a full cup and something to pour from. If you're starting off already feeling depleted, that's going to make the day that much more stressful and difficult to get through. So uh, third, probably touch someone, hug, <laughs> hug someone. <laughs> <laughs> get a hug or touch yourself if you don't have anybody around you know hold on to your heart hold on to your stomach um get a massage if uh take a hot shower get a weighted blanket um get into a warm sauna or hot tub uh you know whatever it feels really good to you uh that's really important why why is that one 
so important? Because I, I find that one very interesting. Why why is that one so important, do you think? Oh yeah, you can get a a, a pet, you can get a dog or a cat or something. Uh, um we're humans mm-hmm. and we need touch. Uh it's part of um feeling cared for, feeling loved, feeling connected, um, knowing that you matter. Uh, it's all of those good chemicals uh, that your body produces. Um, they produce happy chemicals in your body when you are touched or when you touch. So yeah, it's just part of love. Now let's switch gears. Um, I want to understand because everybody, you know, we like to throw around the word, you know, go to therapy, but there there are some limitations on therapy. Mm-hmm. What can therapy do and what can therapy not do? Well, first thing therapy could do is give you a place to be heard and listened to by someone uh, who doesn't, you know, likely doesn't know your friends and family in smaller communities. There's times where everybody knows everybody and that could be difficult but um thankfully you know we have this internet uh that helps uh for folks to be able to get a little bit further outside of their community and feel a little bit safer connecting with the therapist um than we used to prior you know have at our access but for instance i'm all the way out in florida all of my clients are currently in washington so i'm all the way across the country you won't run into me anywhere I may know someone that you know because, well, I'm a 30 year Washingtonian, but (laughs) (laughs) it definitely happens. But um, that helps. And even for myself, um, as a therapist, I've gone to therapists, um, and it in the past has been helpful for me to go, you know, I was in Tacoma to go down to Lacey and talk to a therapist out there because I'm like, okay. I know all these social workers and all these counselors. I don't want to go into these offices, you know, things like that, just for confidentiality purposes. Um, So it gives you a place to, um, you know, when you talk to your friends and family, sometimes a lot of folks feel like, well, I don't want to be a burden to them or have to deal with their feelings about my situation or they're upset, uh, you know, because now I'm helping them. Uh, what therapy cannot do for you is do the work for you. You still have to uh, do something uh, to access those uh, blockages and emotions, um, whether that's has to do with uh, journaling, uh, meditation, um, just getting moving. I can't, I can't do the, the working out for you. Getting moving is important. Um, the art therapies, the uh, getting to that space of uh, vulnerability, I can, you know, help, um, but I can't do it for you. So you know, I can provide like, you know, here's some tools, here's some information, here's some psychotherapy, here's what we're doing. Um, but if you don't want to do it, then it's not going to happen. Okay. So I want to go back to that. So do you think, so art, art therapy, uh, meditation, those things, do you, you believe those things actually work? I do. I think they're yeah. techniques and they can be helpful. Uh, 
depending on what we're doing, um, you know, what we're talking about, who we're talking to. Um, there's different modalities that are helpful for me that might not be helpful for you. Like, you know, um, we've found that brain spotting, that's a technique that's used that's very helpful for people that look like us. Um, so that's uh, something I'm looking at getting uh, certified in um, for helping with uh, trauma. Hmm. So. Okay. I think it's interesting. Why don't you think uh, more people try things like meditation or like these art therapy, these things? Is it like the stigma around like, because what I used to think, I know for me, when I used to think of meditation, I'm thinking like, you know, I I thought of like, you know, it, it didn't associate with my like religion, you know, like it's like, I thought of things like that. Like, why do you think more people don't do meditation? Uh, the things I've heard is uh, I can't do it. I can't clear my mind. I've tried it before. Like, um, and then, of course, like you said, I'm like, um, is that against my religion? Um, I think people just have a lot of preconceived notions about what meditation is and how it's supposed to work. Um, that That could be an issue. Also, it takes consistency and routine. Um, so, and there's just so many different ways. There's so many different breathing techniques. There's so many different, um, meditations that target different issues. So this can be a trial and error type of a situation as well. So maybe the first time you try meditation, you are completely in your head and you're just thinking about this isn't going to work. Why are we doing this? Um, what's this have to do with my anxiety? which is fine. (laughs) Now, at least you know that those thoughts are going through your mind while you're supposed to be focusing on your breathing and relaxing. So the next time uh, you can see those thoughts, recognize those thoughts, but also focus on your breathing, relaxing and scanning your body or whatever the meditation is prompting for you to do. But then there's some folks who don't want to do prompts. They just want to breathe. There's different ways to breathe as well. Um, But it's about getting back into your heart, your body, recognizing your thoughts, because some of us don't even know what it is that we are thinking. So it's good to even see and to recognize those thoughts. But folks think you're just supposed to be able to clear your head. But no, not necessarily. Yeah. And I, I think I like something you said earlier, and I kind of glanced over it. But I think it's important that you recognize even as a therapist that you gotta get therapy too so you're you know you're not only you're kind of not you're uh what's the word you're kind of drinking your own medicine too you're not just Mm -hmm. telling people hey this is good for you but then also you're making sure you you do that in your own life too so I think that's really um powerful um also because you know me my journey through therapy I ran into some good therapists and I ran into some therapists that I know need counseling because it's like it's you know but I think that's with anything there's no we all have our own things that we you know we have to deal with as we maneuver Mm -hmm. through this this world so I want to that leads into my next question what is some as a therapist, what are what are some things or like three things you might have learned about yourself, like on your 
as a therapist like you're 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 doing all this for other people but you're learning some things about yourself what are like what are some of the things that you might have had like an aha moment about as as you're you know on your journey well, I learned that there are some things that uh, I, I definitely will refer some people out for if these are their issues there's uh certain things that I don't want to help people with mm-hmm. um like if you're a child abuser um well specifically like a molester um if you're a male who has um uh sexual pornography or those types of addictions and your your wife is upset with you about these things and looking at women like i don't know why you would come to me for help i'm sure she doesn't want you to talk to me um i've learned that there are some topics that are triggering for me and when i am which is there's like a transference counter transference issue then um it's important for me to recognize and to say okay well why am i feeling triggered by this subject so that means there's just more work that I need to go do and then decide if I need to refer that client out or not at that point so that they can get help from somebody who's ready and prepared to help them with that situation I've also learned that like you said I need to take my own medicine there's times where I'm not up on my nutrition or my sleep or because it's really very holistic your mind and your heart and your body they're all connected is we treat them separately but they're all connected uh, so taking care of myself is a top priority it's my main priority because I can't really help anyone um, I don't want to look like what I'm trying to treat so uh, I like that I like that and so I like what I heard from this is a lot of um uh self introspection because you're able to see you know okay hey this triggers me or okay i'm not a good person for these things you're you're able to acknowledge you know what truly is you know your realm of uh competence and what realm you feel comfortable in and know that you can because part of therapy is you want to help the people if they're willing to do the work to get results and if you know that these are subjects and areas that you are not prepared for or you are not you know or you don't feel like you're going to be able to give your best so just knowing like okay i gotta i gotta shy away from these and refer people out to get Mm -hmm. the help they need because they're not going to get it with me so that's a lot of you know self you know knowledge of self so that's that's amazing and what are what are some of the ways that you protect your own energy because you have to like you were just talking about transference you have to protect your own energy also by helping other people so how do you do that i gotta check in with myself uh throughout the day just to see how i'm doing how i'm feeling uh that's why meditation is really important um, it gives me uh, a level of consciousness about how I'm feeling within my heart, my mind, and my body. And uh, I try to take that with me throughout the day and check in with myself uh, when I have little breaks to see how I'm feeling, um, staying connected with my own support system, friends, family. They'll be like, I mean, are you feeling okay today? Because you seem a little irritable. I'm like, oh. Yeah, my tooth does kind of hurt or, you know, <laughs> yeah. my shoulder, I need to stretch, you know, whatever. Yeah. I didn't eat 
enough today, you know, didn't drink yeah. enough water, whatever the case might be. So having uh, those checks and balances in place, like like the government, mm-hmm. um, are important as well. Uh, just having, uh, yeah, just I think that the routines are really helpful. Okay, okay. Now, uh, you, so let's talk about uh, what's the mermaid. The mermaid. What's the, you know, is that one? Because you know how you said you don't like going out the house. Well, you know, and what's why you're doing the mermaid thing. So is the mermaid thing one of them ways that Alvina's like, okay, this is how I, you know, this is part of my self-care thing, self-expression. What is that? Uh, yes, I do. I'm outside of wanting to be a therapist. Uh, uh-huh. My dreams as a child were also to be a model and an actress uh so i go create i do get on stages and perform i uh part of my artistic expression is definitely uh doing some cosplay as well um when i started growing my locks uh at some point i decided that i needed a length goal so i was like okay when they get long enough to cover my top then i could do my mermaid photos so i started looking for a fin I was going to do the shoot uh, just prior to the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, but then I didn't. So I did a sh- I did a shoot on um, one of the beaches in Seattle, and then I did another one here. Uh, I just I, I mean I, I am a mermaid, so I went kind of deep into looking more into things like the Orisha, the mm-hmm um goddesses and I'm like oh okay like I can relate to this I, I feel this so mm-hmm. um right now relating mostly to Yamaya she's the mother uh of the Orishas and you know I feel like a mother so I've been serving in this capacity for quite some time to the many um as a social worker counselor domestic violence victim advocate I worked child protective services for some years as well um before that uh, running youth groups and teaching Sunday schools, Sabbath school, um, and and I also have a child. So after I reached that goal, I took those photos. I still have my fan, and um, I don't know. That just kind of took me down another kind of a spiritual journey and path as well. But yes, creating, being creative is definitely uh, very important uh, when it comes to self care and helping yourself to heal and to grow and to have confidence and to um live out your your purpose uh, for me it's purposeful um as well you know i i blew up that large uh photo of me on madura madeira beach here um and it's in my living room so i was thinking huh you know gotta print some of your stuff out you gotta print some of them and maybe sounds morbid, but I think about, you know, when I die, maybe they'll have that there at my funeral. So everybody can say, oh, you know, Alvina did that. And she was, she was different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I was thinking about uh, even how, cause you, you said about being creative and how I ended up and you posted the other day, how I ended up, I did not even know it was you, yeah. but I ended up taking a picture of you when I worked at the Seattle center of, um, during the, uh, uh, African fest. And it was, it was crazy that all those, you know, all those years later and I'm going through my, my camera roll and I was like, wait a minute, 
that's Alvita. And it's just yeah. crazy how that that uh that that happens. You know what I'm saying? So you're just in your creative space that day too that I saw mm-hmm. you. So that's that is and that, that picture just popped up. Uh, yeah. you know how Google just shares yep. stuff with you. Mm-hmm. It just popped. I was like, oh, that's that's cool that that just popped up. That means I'm supposed to post it right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's awesome. And I I think I love how you say um about how you know being creative. I think it helps you, like you said, it helps you grow. Um, that is mm-hmm. something that I have found for myself. That is when I am creative, I feel like almost like a completely different person and like I'm just growing up and I look back at some of the stuff I you know when I write or something I look back at some of the stuff I wrote I'm like dang like I wrote that it like it takes you to a different place when you tap into that creativity that Mm -hmm. you know other sense of self that comes out when you allow yourself to express Mm -hmm. some of these things that we should be expressing and so I, I think that's pretty amazing that you know you're figuring out different ways to do that for yourself mm-hmm. all while you know being able to help other people find themselves yeah so it builds your it builds your confidence and then um you know when tough times do come up in life you know you remember that you're a creator mm-hmm. and uh you know life is tough and it will try to get you down but you can say you know look at these things you know look at what i've done for myself look at um who I've built myself up to be, you know, the world can't really tell me nothing. I have it all inside of me. Yeah. I'm a creator. And, uh, you know, who's the creator of the universe? God. Right. Who created us? God. He made us into little gods. We're creators. Yeah. So, you know, I am. I am. Right. And then yes. you can, from there, have more affirmations. Not everybody believes in those either, right. but... um. For me, it's helpful to say I can do anything. Um, you know, I am the creator of my life. Because uh, there's so many things that we feel like we're out of control of. But in reality, we make our own little worlds as much as, you know, we have available to us. Yeah. You can you can make a whole lot out of a very little. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I have one last question for you. So to somebody who is struggling right now to get out of a mental funk and take action on some of their dreams, what would you say to them? Write it down. Get a piece of paper, get a pen, a crayon. Uh, Start saying the stuff out loud. Uh, Say it to yourself. Say it out loud in the shower. Write it down. do a, a vision board if you're more into seeing things rip it out the magazine and put them together on a, a poster um hang that stuff up look at it every day start taking small steps in the direction even if it's you know i, I need to get um into graduate school or, or whatever art school but i need three people to write me recommendation letters start thinking about who those people are and get a mentor, get a friend, get someone you trust to talk about this stuff so that they can help you to stay on track. Someone that believes in you. All you really need is yourself and one other person who really believes in you. See, I think that's dope. And you reminded me of something. Uh, You reminded me of, uh, you know, when I was first started working out, 
I had this uh, picture of uh, Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart, he worked out. He got buff. So yeah. I, was, I had this picture of him on my bathroom wall, uh, on my bathroom door. So every time I came in my bathroom, I had even a picture with him with his shirt off. It kind of gave me something to this is what I'm I'm aiming towards. Mm. And it was it was really helpful. So I think, you know, like you're saying, get the visual, you know, vision board that I believe that type of stuff really does um, work. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen it in my own life. Yeah, it puts it at the forefront of your mind because there's so many distractions. We have the news. Turn that off. Mm -hmm. uh, we have every single thing, every little dramatic thing that's going on, every Facebook post, you know, somebody's saying something horrible happened and, you know, those things can get you down and get you distracted from what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Yes, yeah. pay attention to it. Do what you need to do about it. But, you know, if you have that, then it can guide you. You can have your guide get back on track, stay on track so that um, you don't forget. You don't want to forget. Yeah. You're done. Yes. All right, Alvina, I just want to say thank you so much for hopping on with me because I think this conversation is valuable. We don't talk about, I think we don't talk about mental health enough um, because there's still such this stigma around it. I think it's more talked about now, but there's still a little stigma around it. Right. And so I like, you know, the fact that you came on, was able to give us some tips, let us know what you're doing. And it's always encouraging to hear that when a counselor says, hey, I reach out too when I need to, instead of Absolutely. acting like they got it all figured out and they know everything. So I truly appreciate you for coming on. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Jalal. Um, you know, hopefully we'll see each other somewhere again out there. We're in the same spaces, you know, out here in the, the internet world. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> tell, the, tell the family I said hello. Thanks I so much for having do. me. Oh, no problem. And thank you for coming on. Bye bye. All right. And this has been a, the Action Only Podcast with your host, Jalal Wilson. And I thank you guys for all tuning in. And remember, if this helped you in some way, share it with somebody else. All right.